will come a time when all the might they have, which they are of course using it, uh, using all those empty words and empty phrases. It's uh, nothing but a sham mocker of those phrases, written by one fellow who is preparing all these speeches for him. This is born American propaganda? American propaganda. American propaganda. I'm not against America. I have spent more years in the United States than anywhere in this world. Wonderful. But this is the voice of those and those, and I, those and I, affluent class. And I, no, this is the voice of that affluent class. Yeah, that's all right. You see, but probably the way they want the things to be. But are we in a position to stop them in their tracks? You see, Russia has been totally and completely destroyed because the Joker handed over in a gold platter what these mighty nations failed to achieve. And what is the result there? Huh? It is a beggar nation today. I am not interested in either communism or democracy or any of these political ideologies because they are all empty words and empty phrases as I am concerned. They are using those phrases to fool themselves and fool everybody. Do you understand? So, the only thing that they will understand is force. Nothing else, you see, makes them see and understand that these people are one day going to have force to stop them in their tracks. You know, as long as it is possible for them to get away with them, they are going to do it. Are we in a position to stop them in their tracks? Do we have the means to stop them? Hmm? They are not going to listen to your stories. They are not going to listen to your words. You see, what matters then to them is that they must still continue to exploit the whole world they have been exploiting for these two centuries. Are they going to give up? All these are empty phrases. They don't mean a damn thing to the man who is there in the streets. All these scientific achievements hmm, you are talking about hmm, yes. doesn't percolate to the level of the common man. He's not interested in all these empty phrases. He's interested in basic things, food, clothing, and shelter. Titi, one thing I may just tell, uh, ask you. Yes, sir. What Mr. Maisbert has asked you, and he has quoted Clinton's speech or this year. Uh, towards uh, this uh, social development conference in Copenhagen, and this is American view, and I can say it is a North American and West European view also. I, I see history of 10 years last, especially after the uh, diminishing of the influence of uh, Russia in the communist world, the threat or societal approach by developing countries, as it was done by Saddam Hussein, it was repeated by North Korea by threatening United States. If you don't provide us all technology of uh, nuclear uh, energy, then we will continue our nuclear armaments program. And America agreed due to threat to provide all such support. And still, I feel political scientists and politicians in America and West Europeans they are having two or three issues only before them. Number one, the increasing uh, economic power of Japan. Number two, the increasing military power of two or three developing countries. Number three, 
the increasing economic strength and human resource strength of China. Yeah, but how are you going to meet that challenge? Do we have the means to do it? And how are you going to acquire these means? And what kind of you say, means you will have to acquire to stop them in their tracks and share everything you see that this planet has equally? I'm not saying for a moment that uh, classless society is possible in this world. There isn't going to be a classless society in this world at all. Huh? The communists tried it and totally failed. There isn't going to be any classless society. There isn't going to be any free society. Ultimately, the whole thing boils down to one basic thing, the exploitation of the natural resources of this world to their advantage at the expense of other nations. There is no way you can make them see the absurdity of what they are doing. All these are empty words and empty phrases. They will use anything to fool us all. So the World Bank has been predicting that Indonesia, China and India will be major uh, economic forces by uh, Do you believe 20 that years from now. What makes you think that India... Are your projections by this very well... Uh, they are just, you see, they, they, they are like, uh, you see, the predictions of an astrologer. Uh, that's all. Can you put them on the same level? On, on a lower level. When the astrologers predicting the future, what Mr. Mahesh is saying, and there is no denial about that. I think what he's saying, I would like to repeat the same. Yes. There is a scientific. What is so scientific about their statements? Oh, that's what Mr. Mahesh is uh, saying. I mean, there are what is scientific in, on the basis of the economic, uh, the economic statistics? Uh, is there that the Japan, Indonesia, yeah. Korea that will emerge as a big? economic power. It is not in their interest to achieve that goal. They are just talking. Where is the guarantee that they will continue to be the toadies of these powerful nations? What makes you think that is going to be a fact? Huh? What will happen after 30 years? Nobody knows. As I see it, India has no chance of any kind to play any role effectively in the affairs of the world coming years, no, no possible. As I say, and what makes it impossible for this country is the stranglehold of the religious thinking on the part of the millions of people. You know? Mm. It's not going to disappear. At all. I would like to comfort myself that uh, you can the, world, the World Bank seems to predict that India will be a very major force by 20, uh, when they, in the next century, 20... And you swallow that? I, mean, I would like to believe that. Yeah, it's, you, uh, it's a yeah. kind of, as uh, you say, a tradition may be an astrologer. Yeah. And uh, you and I will not be there after 40 or 50 years. You, what you say can be not put together your views or a sensible views of myself and Mr. Price, but in other words that why not we approach people of this world for elimination of armaments, for elimination of military and police force more freedoms, equalities. I am not going for by democracy and uh, fascism and communism. More democracy, more freedoms, more elimination of all controls. Because I think you will agree with us uh, that controls are not good thing. Because uh, we were having before socialist system, your socialist uh, 
What do you say? First of all, you must uh, abolish the United Nations. What kind of a voice all these underdeveloped nations have? Can India, can Indonesia, can Korea veto the resolutions they pass to attack a small country like uh, Somalia or Grenada? Uh, do you have any voice there? Uh, are we ready to do away with the United Nations? The United Nations has become a very powerful instrument for them to use and exploit the whole world. No? There is a report here. Yes, sir, don't forget it's about what. Very interesting. So there is the International Commission of Global Governance. We are not politicians, we are not you know, scientists. A, 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 a. In Hyderabad we decided, and what uh, Mr. Maestrat has also said, for realizing that social development in the world, what we have to do, and I think you have said in different words, that economic and social condition which should be promoted contribute to streaming the flow of refugees, internally displaced persons, migrants, diminishing ethnic, religious and nationalist tensions, preventing conflict and war, and reducing the need for humanitarian assistance and peacekeeping missions. What do you say about this? Can we realize there is no point in after creating economic and social conditions? Can we realize these things? You may say that I am a pessimist, that I am cynical, but that is not going to happen at all. For the simple reason mm -hmm. that the gap that is becoming wider and wider is bound to be there and will become wider and wider as the years go. That seems to be the trend. Then another thing. So how are you going to stop it? You see, what kind of a, the only thing that they can understand and they will understand is the counter force. But you should nothing else. All this talk is empty talk. How can you give? How can you, the resentment that I feel as I have not, and I see in my area somebody very affluent. Let's or, not use the how, words have how, and have not. How, how, will I, how will I implement my threat? Uh, no, you, this I feel? How uh, will I implement Are you going to part with what you have acquired? Huh? No. By foul means. No, I will not. I will you fight. are not ready. And why you are talking in general terms, why do you expect the United States? What, States to give what up. I am saying is what is mine is mine, what is what? yours is also mine. Yes, certainly, you see. They want us, people living in the slums, hmm. to give up everything you have. And one fellow there has two parts and he's not ready to part so with one part saying? to help his so neighbor what, there. So what are you saying? The human nature yeah. doesn't want to part with people. Don't talk of human nature and all that kind of a thing. This is good for a schoolboy's discussion. So what do you want and to do? politicians and scientists gather together and dish out these empty phrases, that's all. Then you, well, mean, to, you yes. mean to say, you mean, that we don't have any solution to the welfare or the peace in this world immediately. And no... Not only immediately, never... Then you think this I world... I am not is, a pessimist. Yeah, yeah. You think that this world is made for collapse only or for destruction only? I, I think it has gone too far and there is no way you can reverse the, the way the whole thing is moving. You think... In fact, uh, what we get in the evidence that all uh, technological leaps we are yes, making yes. is furthering, pushing it further. They, they are... It doesn't seem to be they, arresting or stopping them. Nah, yeah. No. Not at all. Because it's they have one... One place if you find out whatever they are doing is accelerating. Is not only accelerating, hmm. 
you cannot stop it because you are involved in that. You are the beneficiary. You are the beneficiary. That's why I say the middle class people must be eliminated. Even then there will be two types, the rich and the poor. The poor will become poorer and poorer. The rich will become richer and richer. You agree with the Marxism? You agree when you talk, because I heard you uh, talking about middle class and uh, they got benefits. I think you go very close to Marxism's approach, which says this middle class is bourgeois class and it is always collaborating ruling class. No, 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 that's all. I have never been an admirer of Karl Marx, uh, although I read that book. And I followed the course of events in Russia and other communist countries. The Empire of uh, No, no, let's not talk about it now. You see, but uh, what I am pointing out that it is just not possible to create a classless society. It is not possible to create a stateless state at all. We have seen it happen in our own time. Huh? This is easy to put that label on me and call me a communist or you say, um, a follower of uh, this system or that system. That's the way, easy way for you. I am not interested in winning you over to my point of view. All right. In all the interviews uh, that I give to the TV people and radio people and journalists, newspapers in the whole world, and I meet scientists, psychologists, philosophers, politicians, huh? name it. I have lived with sages, saints, saviors of mankind, huh? the murderers, the rapists, the con men, the thieves. Huh? You see, I know, I have been around, I have seen the whole world. I am not impressed by all this talk at all. As long as there is a single person on this planet huh, who does not have the basic needs, food, clothing, shelter, I am not impressed by anything these people say. You can produce the statistical evidence that we are moving in this direction towards, you see, the, a happier society and everybody will be fed. How long do you want us to wait for that kind of a thing? In India, they accomplished this feat of keeping those people, the starving people, to make, you see, a virtue of their starvation and their misery by telling them that they did something terrible in their past life and that they have to make a virtue of their sufferings in this life and in their next life, they will have everything plenty. Huh? Very clever people. So is it a bomb that Very is, clever people. Is it a bomb that has worked or is it a drug which has destroyed it? What bomb? This particular concept yes. that you, you did this in a past life. Yes. And, you, and that is why you should bear this burden. <coughs> and then you will be rewarded if you do it gracefully yeah, in this life. Is it a kind of a philosophy which has worked as a bomb and succeeded in nursing them? Or is it a drug? Uh, which has is preventing them from doing what they should be really be doing. None of those words apply to the situation they find themselves in today. That is the cleverest way of keeping people there huh, in their poverty without the basic things, food, clothing and shelter. And they unshackle themselves. Huh? And asking them to make a virtue of that. Tomorrow, in your next life, 40 years India has been free. And why there are 40 million people under Essentially, the fact is that you are trying those silly things called logic, rationality, and your cleverness, which is not really cleverness, you know, to impress me. I am not interested in winning you over to my point of view, gun and point uh, to
towards me and tell me not to say those things. Individually, there isn't a damn thing that you can do. It's not that I'm a pessimist or any such thing. And secondly, you don't realize that collective means you become the enemy of a terrorist, you put all kinds of labels on me and you try to destroy me. You understand? Collectively, no chance. Individually, there isn't a damn thing that you can do. Huh? Terrorists. Why we are condemning terrorists today? You know. You are familiar with the history of Israel. I am not anti-Semitic. I am not pro-Russian, pro-American, pro-Chinese. None of those labels you can put on me. But I am trying to point out hmm, that the moment you find yourself in the seat of power, all the others become your enemies. Take for example Israel. The present Prime Minister and his predecessor Begin, they were terrorists and they blew up five-star Putin. Anybody that threatens their position becomes a terrorist today. I am not a politician. I am just observing these things. These are my observations. Brush them aside and say, oh, he is a cynic. What right he has to express opinions on everything from disease to divinity? Will he sign? doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything. Arafat will become the worst enemy. So the scientific breakthrough. And uh, I can say this without I'm any fear or favor proves to that uh, Mandela will become the enemy of that country. He will do exactly the same things that they did, which put him there in prison for 30 years. And what will I'm not a prophet. What will make him do that as power? Huh? Power. When once you are in the seat of power, so it's, 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 it's a cash twenty-two situation. You need power to no, make things happen, and when you're in the seat of power, you become important. No, no, you. No, no, no. What I'm saying, power is not necessary for uh, eliminating poverty or nothing. What he's saying, whether it is a Mandela or white government, when power comes, then Mandela will also do the same. Exactly the same thing. Yes. They are already doing it. So what is the answer, what is the solution, is there any way? So that is why you say, when anybody comes into power, shoot him. No, but I don't mean it when people ask me, why you don't shoot them? Huh? I'm not interested in taking their place. Even if you kill that fellow, the Deputy Prime Minister is there ready to step into his shoes. Hmm? Ready, is there. And I know I can't get into the seat of power and I don't want my rival to get into the seat of power so I bring the third man and put him there. That was how you see all the prime ministers in the recent times found themselves in the seat of power. When once you are there in the seat of power you want to share that power with somebody else. She says, I can't be there, I'll be happy and content with, with the deputy prime minister or vice president or this or the other. No, I'm not presenting a very gloomy picture at all. That's the way the things are. What is it that you are, that you can do? Gigi, now we go forward. Yes, all right. What I understand, I am not asking question, but I am simply coming to next question, which is relevant. After hearing you, what you have spoken, you think that power, political institutions, political leaders, they are not meant for doing something good for the people. Not at all. Yeah. Not next at all. Thing, yeah. Next thing you say, there is a lot of exportation by developed countries and disturbing countries. Next thing, what you said, that it is not uh, something which should be done by leaders or something. What Hinduism is doing also. You have spoken like that. Now I come to the 
question relating to individual. Because last one century, we see political institutions are there. Sometimes social institutions and political institutions react to each other. And we found the political institutions like democracy, imperialism, communism, and now mixed show, economic and political institutions like a free market economy. Even China is calling itself as a socialist market economy. Yes. Now, after having this Hyderabad, sorry, after having this Copenhagen declaration today, they have talked about social integration. Social integration, when they talk, they are saying, even after so much prosperity, even after so much technological changes, even after growth in world economy and consumption in the world of the people, disparity is there. I am not touching again the same thing you have already answered. They find that the institutions have become obsolete. Now I am coming to those institutions. I am coming to the institution of nation. It is political. But it has relation with the social institutions also. Because people say nation means nations constitute with the people of one religion, one homogeneity, one geographical area. But now I find that that is also going. And earlier when I met you in Delhi, I asked you and the computer whether the religion has done it or political institutions have done it, it doesn't really make any difference. I don't know if I make myself clear. If you look at the history, the church dominated and exploited the people for centuries. They talked of love, thy neighbor as thyself, and used that and destroyed how many killed, how many thousands and thousands of people in the name of love, thy neighbor as thyself. And then when the monarchy took over, what happened? Exactly the same thing. And then they finished with the monarchy and the political institutions uh, stepped in and they are doing exactly the same thing. You are think, they not? Yeah. You see, do you think that uh, social tension or social peace or social integration, I am again coming to or making more specific, the three factors are uh, very relevant for making social uh, violence or social uh, disturbance or... Uh, I don't know, this is not too much for me. See, social institutions, social this, social that, I really don't understand what they actually mean, what you actually mean. Because I feel if you remove society or social, then individual is nothing but a mechanical product only. No, you, that is what I am saying. Individual is, is a machine. I am coming to that. Yeah, what I, it is a computer with an extraordinary uh, innate intelligence of a woman, uh, the, the baby, for whatever reason she wanted to abort the child, was killed by some mad cat. And these politicians use anything and everything Huh? This, do you mean to say that BJP, I don't know what, I don't even know what's going on here, this is some political party, are really interested in protecting Ayodhya and uh, some Rama's temples, they are using them for political purposes.
they really don't believe in rama not at all still we using god for a movie we do hit ha other cause so just the way we use just the way this man a very successful movie director yes. using the sufferings of the people the misery of the people the tragedies of the people in their individual lives to entertain me and make money i am not against that at all that's what i tell him most of the time please for goodness sake don't try to educate people you entertain them how are you going to entertain them by using these slums there how the people are suffering huh that's what he is doing i am not against that i want to be entertained i find some sympathetic cause in those people who are acting my role there i don't know if i make yeah yes sir huh i am giving them some hope at the end yes he is making money fine it's all right with me and they all condemn him saying that he is copying from this copying from that one of these days the computers will find out the source of all your material how you have modified that how you have been very clever to change the place the words in different places that is why i am telling him that there is no such thing as creativity there is no such thing as originality don't quote the source you will be original and all this talk of intellectual property rights is a sham mockery some nations can sign it and some other nations can be forced and bullied into to sign that uh, what they call the intellectual rights copyrights but you don't observe them why you don't observe them why you want to force them to sign all those things what for uh, i know for certain that there is not one word which i can call my own not one thought which i can call my own not one experience which i can call my own all of them are put in this company nothing else nothing else huh? everything is copied from somewhere or the other even the painters who are top painters in their field if you ask them are you not copying something that is there in the nature huh they certainly admit you see they are like those people who look at those leaves there are four leaves small tiny green plants there and they are looking for they say that they just stumble into that kind of a thing but actually and factually they are looking to find that kind of a thing yes. there and say there it is yes. and they don't admit that they have always been looking for that particular thing to pick it up and show to everyone yes huh in exactly the same way the painter is always looking for yeah. some idea yeah. copying something and come up with you see this the painting which he thinks it is something extraordinary and original only in nature you can find that it is not using anything as a model when once the nature has perfected something mm-hmm. it throws it up and then starts all over again but we are using models in every field of our human thought huh i don't know if i make myself clear i can understand what you say that uh, there is nothing uniqueness about individual that number one number two what you are saying that uh, nobody can say that the level there is anything like liberty of freedom of individual what people Professing human rights and other things they are calling, 
because scientific revolution has brought to this situation that everything can be put in computer and we are copying or we are stored like that. They will find out. Yes, one they find out also. That there is nothing original to my claims. Yes. So it's just like me robbing everything that belongs to every abundance that is there on this planet for myself yes. and telling myself and others that I am here for a nobler and grander purpose than the mosquito, the female mosquito that is interested in hoboglobin, hoboglobin to perpetuate the continuity of the mosquitoes. We are no different. Not only that, we are made to believe that the whole thing is created for the benefit of man. Not at all. Mm -hmm. We are exploiting the resources of this world mm -hmm. and in the long run we are going to destroy ourselves. You have all kinds of programs on the TV telling us the media hype it is to tell us that the planet is in danger. The planet is not in danger at all. Huh? Why they are telling us that the planet is in danger? We are in danger. Yeah, you see, if we are wiped out by some bacteria they are talking about, it's no loss to the planet at all. Huh? All these bodies, millions and millions of bodies, are useful only for one purpose, recycling them. Uh, the plants and animal species on this planet. What we have today huh, amongst the plants is one point of things that existed before. If you take animals into consideration, point five, or maybe it's the other way around, I don't know, I'm not for sure, of the animals that existed before. This sham mockery, I call it, those people who are interested in the animals, the extinction of some particular kind of animals, it's all bosh and nonsense. They are not really interested in saving huh? the animals at all. They want to use that to collect funds. It may sound very cynical, but the fact of the matter is that they want to exploit, telling us that they are interested to see that a particular animal is not extinct. So if the human species is completely wiped out totally, I'll be the first one to go. Huh? by the bacteria, nothing is lost for this planet. So they are telling us that the planet is in danger, is a media hype, and we all fall for that kind of thing. India, we are in midst of preparation for another conference in Beijing on women, which is discussing equality for women. We are discussing development and peace. Again, I am just telling you, this United Nations effort for last 10 years, starting from Rio conference on environment, came to population, then they came to human rights, and today they have finished social development issues. Now they are concentrating on women issues in relation to women's equality and their development and peace. And we are confronting the same situation, social peace is a problem again. And we find that uh, social institutions, they are saying in their declaration, in socialist, they, they want to defend social institutions like marriage and other things. And they say if women should participate equally. This is one thing. Number two, this is there is much I cannot follow. Are women really interested in that kind of thing? Really? And why do they allow these commercials to exploit 
sex, I want to know. Why do they have to use sex in women to sell some salt, a substitute for the real salt? They are, all these commercials, Huh? They are not uh, allowing exploitation. Why, 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 why are they using sex? No, they want to remove the taboo of sex. They say mm -hmm. this is a natural thing. Why that these uh, directors are uh, exhibiting so those things? So why, why women allow that kind of a no, thing we, to go we are, on? We are deliberately using it because we know. Why, why the women also like that? I am not blaming. I am on their side. You see, why do they allow this kind of a thing to go on? That's all that I am asking. Because it sells, you see. So why talk of you see sex sells? Everybody uses sex. Why don't you admit we that one? Pepsi Cola and all these things because we like the taste of the Pepsi Cola. Similarly, what what chemicals they use to make that habit forming is anybody's guess. We use why everything. why should they import? We why? use everything that makes us self aware. That I understand. The movie must become a success. No, no, why you sex God? You listen. Why ears. you are listen? Why you are not honest enough to admit that? How to exploit everything that is available to me to achieve my ulterior goals? Privately we do, but, no, no, but no. in the interviews we have to pretend the pretentious is the way of life. Yeah, a whole bunch of those people who are interviewing you. We have to pretend to them, otherwise they can. Jokers, a bunch of jokers. They yes. have to make a living like you. Because the reader also pretends. Come on, they, are, they are using you. Huh? Don't you think that they are this uh, this communication people and this uh, includes film people also? Yes. And television people also. They are not interested for uh, presenting any solution or anything because they don't have any solution. No, what they are doing, they are exhibiting what are the realities. This is human, uh, 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 I don't say psychology, but human nature. And you have said all, already that yes. this dogma, religious institution, they cannot change. Listen, let me tell you something. This human nature you are talking about can never be changed through the use of anything that is available to us so far. Right? If really you are interested in changing the human beings into whatever you want them to be, it is possible only through the help of genetic engineering. I said this before and I am always emphasizing this point of view. But at the same time, there is a danger in that. You see, they will hand over whatever they have discovered uh, to the state and the state will not hesitate to use them uh, to make people do the things they want them to do. Uh, so there is no other way. I, I do not uh, want to emphasize this point. All this is some sort of a neurological disorder in the human brain. Why it is so, I don't know, I cannot make... Forget about all these brain physiologists, they don't know a damn thing about brain. They may not say that this fellow is talking some nonsense. It's all right with me. But they have never looked at a brain functioning exactly the way it is. You study the dead brains or you use instruments, some scanning. I don't even know what they use. And whatever you see, there is the projection of your own ideations and mentations on them. I've known people praising that meditation is something extraordinary. It is not the same that you experience when you take drugs. Huh? They show you all those readings. But what they are reading is what they are trying to impose on us, saying that that meditation 
is quite different from oh so they taking drugs so we are always seeing things as we want them to be you want so that is why Never as they are i am telling you one basic thing i started with this but we didn't have a chance to record it yesterday we went to the airport in my friend major's car and suddenly he saw some bright sun there hmm? i was sitting next to him both of us were there in the car he looked at the sun and said what an extraordinary bright sun we have there now i asked him a question i was sitting next to him and uh, i also if i may use the word quote and unquote looked at it not the way he looked at it my what is the word his was a reaction mine was a physical reaction response to the sun out there so it was so bright that it would damage the eyes suddenly you close the eyes and you don't see the sun and this man's reaction mental reaction was born out of his idea about that what a wonderful bright sun so i will tell you something no matter what these physicists tell us physiologists tell us the eye specialists tell us you are sitting and looking at the tree Hmm? you see that the tree is flat and not round they don't have the guts to brush aside totally and completely and wholly the idea of depth in them you understand depth there the is no three dimensional space at all the physical eye cannot see three dimensional space it cannot see the space at all so all this talk of horizon is absolute rubbish So it is like that flat. You look at that San Francisco map there. The physical eye sees that exactly the way it is there, and not the depth, not the beauty, not the blue sky there. So all these people, so Einstein's theories must be thrown out. Don't talk of fourth dimension to me. Even third dimension does not exist to the physical seeing of things through the help of our eye. I don't care what they say. They may say that I am saying some nonsense. But one of these days, they have to come to terms with it. What all we have is absolute rubbish. They are not ready to accept. Somebody comes with some theory today, and you award him a Nobel Prize. So whether it's a religious man or, or a scientist a or an artist, we are all seeing or a psychologist. Or we are all seeing things yes, as we want them to be, not but not as they are. One of the psychologists. One of the psychologists is going to interview me there in California University. She is one of the top psychologists. Her name is Margaret Singer or something like that. She has expressed some wish to see me and record an interview. And she is publishing a magazine called Cultist Magazine or something. I am going to tell that lady, look, lady, you are a cultist. There is nothing to your psychological approach to the human problems at all. Is she ready to swallow that? Not at all. I am going to tell a scientist, a top scientist, if he comes to see me, look, buddy, don't talk all that nonsense to me. There is no such thing as space. There is no such thing as matter. There is no such thing as time. But what is called four-dimensional space-time continuum. Once a scientist uh, visited me. and he talked in that strain to me all these scientific theories which you are throwing out at people huh, are no different from the metaphysicians coming out with those silly idiotic stuff 
you are not different. I will give you a crude example I asked him. Are you ready? You are about to make love to your wife or your girlfriend. If there is no space, what happens to your love making? He stopped in his tracks. What you are saying is true. Do you know what it means, he said? My whole scientific thinking collapses today. He admitted, the psychologist comes and says, we get off once from different universities for their own reasons. I tell them, there is no such thing as mind at all. Your analysis is only paralyzing people. You are no different from the priest there who is listening to all the misery of his people, suggesting some prayers, asking them to do this, that and the other. How are you different from that? Huh? He says, what you are saying is true, but we want to believe that you are wrong. What will happen to me? I am earning $3,000 a day, meeting all these people. I have to go and give lecture there in the university college. What will happen to me? He said, do it. Don't tell me that you have the answers for the human problems at all. This analysis is paralyzing the people, you know. So I'm not impressed by we admire science only because their discoveries have resulted in technology. We have that TV camera there. We have this Sony tape recorder here. This is all. And all this is not benefiting the common man. I'm not a communist. I don't give a damn for communism. When I visited Russia, I knew that it was a nation of slaves and that the whole nation would collapse. Not that I was a prophet or anything. I watched what was happening there. China is different. We don't want to go into that at all. So you don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. You see inside the tunnel at the end of the light. Huh? You don't see any light at the end of the tunnel. There the is no tunnel century. there. You imagine that you are in a tunnel. The 21st century, there is, as we are talking it about... It is not... You may say that I am pessimistic, but next century is not going to be anything else. If we survive for another hundred years, that is doubtful. I am no prophet. Even if the world is destroyed, there isn't going to be any paradise on this planet. Just the way all these uh, the priests are talking about. Hmm? Jehovah's Witnesses are saying catch it's going to be a wonderful place. I'll talk to you. Sorry. Bye-bye. According to the social dialogue, all the individuals who are is there be going to be social development? Not at all. That giving up things is the result of the guilt of the people who have stolen everything that belongs to everybody. Charity is one of the most vicious, vulgar, self-centered activity on the part of these people who give charity. You can start an institution like Mother Teresa and collect millions and millions of rupees build tremendous institutions saying that she is helping people. And she can get a Nobel Peace Prize, but ultimately she will leave behind only a real estate and people will fight for a share in that real estate. I know it's easy for you to put the label on me and call me a cynic. Not at all. A cynic's feet are very firmly fixed on this plan, more than anybody else. You know, become a better individual. Hmm? You must become selfless. There is no such thing as selflessness at all. Even the demand to be a selfless individual is born out of the demand to remain a selfish individual. 
you know, he is only exploiting us, telling us that he is a selfless person, I am a selfish man. You know, so I feel sorry and feel miserable because he is a selfless man. He is just talking about selflessness. But he is as selfish as anybody else in this So, are there any easy answers for our problems today? What are the problems? I don't see any problems. All is right with this world. I don't see anything. When once the demand to bring about a change in you comes to an end, the demand to change the world also comes to an end. As far as I am concerned, I don't care what they call me. I am not in conflict with this society at all. I am not in conflict with the value systems we have today. Huh? And why is it that these people want to fit themselves into the value system and why they cannot fit themselves into the value system. I know the whole value system is rotten. Huh? And at the same time, why I am not in conflict with that value system, why you are in conflict with that system. You are a lawyer. I will never initiate any legal procedure to get anything from you. You can call me up in the court saying that I committed something which endangers the society, that's an illegal action, I will most willingly come there and expose myself to whatever you want to say and what punishment you will give. So ignorance is no excuse, ignorance of law is no excuse for anybody. You mean to say that uh, regulation or regulating society through moral principles which are enforced by law. What is law? Law sometimes retain few moral principles enforced through law, police, state. It is in perfect harmony. You see this organism's survival depends upon the survival of the organism that is living on this body and also the life around it. You understand? So let me tell you one thing that uh, all the members of my family except two, both on my father's side and mother's side are lawyers. I come from a family of lawyers. I was the first one to break this great tradition of lawyers. And I'll give you an instance, I don't know if it is going to fall. My grandfather, mother's father, was a very successful lawyer in Andhra Pradesh, top one in Gudiwara, uh, he lived there. And uh, I, as a little boy, discovered that everything I want is what they wanted me to want. I want money and I don't want to depend upon them and they are the only source for me. I was a young boy, seven, eight, I don't remember. And he is using that to control me either by denying that money or giving the money to me, what I want. I didn't want, I didn't like that kind of a relationship with the source of my money, you know. So then I asked him one day, I am going to take some money from you just to draw Don't call me a thief. See, you know. So he said, you cannot do it. And he locked up his boy. And the next day, a boy of nine years old went to a locksmith and had a duplicate key made and presented him with this duplicate key, <laughs> you know. 
He looked at me and he said, I see a lot of criminal tendencies in you. Huh? We haven't had any criminal lawyer in our family. We all have been very successful civil lawyers. I see some criminal tendencies in you. If one wants to be a success as a criminal lawyer, he must also be a criminal. <laughs> you know? And then I told him, look here. He said, I don't have to use this duplicate key. And he said, all right, you take whatever money you want and leave a note there saying how much you have taken. So, see, the law is invented by us, you see. I found that all the lawyers in my family were crooks. <laughs> there may be some exceptions. When I discovered this, I didn't want to be a lawyer at all. So you are talking of moral codes of conduct. The religious because people... The law is nothing but moral principles. Extension, extension, the warty outgrowth of the failed moral codes of conduct. Or social engineering. Law is social engineering. I, I don't want to use high sounding words and phrases because we put... The religious man put a policeman inside of him. Huh? If you disobey the policeman, he call you a sinner and you will pay the price in your next life. So you have some time. Mm -hmm. huh? to carry on with your kind of uh, whatever you are uh, doing to break the moral course of conduct. We have in our modern day society a policeman. The policeman is outside there. He can easily be corrected. Corrupted. You know, if he fails, there is an army there. If the army fails, there is always see, other weapons to control me. So how is law different from that? Supposing I said this several times before, I am never tired of repeating this. You give a judgment. You haul me up saying that I am a, a thief. Alright, you punish me. Or I occupy this house and claim that this is my property. So you take me to the court and tell me, get out of that place. Uh, if you don't do it, I will force and throw it So ultimately it is the force that we have to use to control people, to make them do the things we want them to do, the way we want them to do. Uh, so how is this different? I am not against the, the legal codes of conduct. I know a lot more about them than most people do because I grew up in a family of lawyers. You know, so what do we do with this? Why are we so concerned about the legal institutions? Tell me. Why the judge's decision based upon the precedents is something extraordinary? These are all clever bastards, I'm sorry. <laughs> Trying to prove that he's more intelligent than the, the adversaries. I'm not against that law or any such you thing. You mean to say that nothing like independence or judiciary or you mean Judiciary is not so important institution. Yes, not at keep all. Keep people at peace, yes. at harmony. Yes. I think you may correct. No? Yes, you are. If, if, Next if, thing if religion failed totally, yes, yes. what makes you think that law I agree. is enforced on us through force is going to succeed? You did. This is my experience of 24 years. Yes. I'm in practice right from district court, Taluka courts to Supreme Court. I have agreed. And Fortunately, unfortunately, I am president of one regional organization of Asia Pacific region. I have full agreement with you that this whole 
judicial institution or legal institution or legislature is nothing but a fast. And it has not we, achieved anything. Yeah, we give some dignity to it and make it sacrosanct what religion has failed to achieve. Correct. And this is always your decisions, your judgments are backed by force. No? Yeah, yes. Yeah, and no. I agree with you this thing. Similarly, so as societies, pluralistic society is enforcing certain things on individuals. Similarly, the state through judiciary or enforcing this machinery yes. is using judiciary also yes. for enforcing certain things which they think they are... No, we have invented another institution to control people. Huh? So, this is all created by those people who ganged up together and interpret law in their favor, not in my favor. Do they? Yeah. So, I am frightened of the consequences and so I try to obey the law. But as far as I am concerned, I am not interested in breaking the law at all. However idiotic and stupid the whole structure is. Huh? So what do we do in such a situation? There is a duty in the same uh, my, our discussion. I have heard some philosophers speaking or social scientists speaking about compassion. Is there anything like compassion which brings society together or nature together or environment together or it is a very natural nature of a person? Do you think like that? No is my emphatic answer. No. Then I will not go further. Force is the only thing that makes people to do the things the way we want them to do. Now, so that is why any time any uh, people come to see me to discuss their personal problems, I never discuss personal problems at all, because they don't want any solutions for their problems. They want to hear me, hear them to their sob stories. I tell them, look, the situation as I see it is simply this. There is no such thing as our way. Your way or my way. There is no such thing as our way. So in such a situation, one has to compromise and go along with the way of the other person involved in my relationship. Literally. You remember when Gandhi talked of, you know, the inner voice. The inner voice dictated me to start this movement, non-violent and all his non-violent movements ended up in violence. Do you like it or not? It happened historically. It happened. That is history. You see, I am not interpreting anything. I am just mentioning the way all his movements ended up. And then he said, I committed an Himalayan blunder. A few months after, he started another thing. And people asked him, why you are doing the same thing? This time also is the same inner voice speaking to you to start another movement? He said, life is a series of compromises. He was a very clever fellow, you see. And so that is the way, you see, they, uh, they force these things on us and they exploit the gullibility and credibility of the people. Whether it is a religious man or a politician or a psychologist or a scientist or a doctor. You see, the doctors may not like what I am going to say now, I always say that look here, 
the modern medicine is nothing but a warty outgrowth of the witchcraft and the doctors we have in our midst today are nothing but witches, modern day witches. They are not ready to listen to that and they tell you that this fellow is talking some gibberish. But it is not gibberish. All this medication that you are uh, giving it to this living organism is destroying the innate capacity of the body to take care of itself. You know, the innate thing is born with, is destroyed by the medication. But we are all paranoid people. So in America you see all these commercials, they say 9 out of 10 doctors, it used to be 3 out of 4. And I tell those people, you just forget the 10th one and ignore the 9th they, are, they can be bought, these doctors. So we all fall for these commercials, you see, you know. What do we do in such a situation? Individually there isn't a damn thing that you can do. Collectively means you become the enemy of the whole nation. Individuals too, you see. Because it is disturbing the status quo, what people are interested is to maintain the status quo. Anything that becomes a threat to the status quo is dubbed as the enemy of the state or the enemy of the You see, now I will come to area which is related but little specific and little different. You have been to China and uh, in the background of the situation and I will not touch political aspect too much which I have already covered, that uh, United States, West European countries, developing countries, and remaining countries, they all are looking to China for two, three reasons, like its population, its size, its culture, whatever you call culture, big traditions or whatever you call, the way of living or whatever, and the economic progress, uh, but every time I was on television or radio or talked to the newspapers, they always asked me the questions, you have been everywhere, uh, what country you like most. I said I have been everywhere in the world except China. And I happened to be in Hong Kong and suddenly decided that I should drop that rider that I have been everywhere except China and see for myself. What impressed me most in that country? I have never been impressed or fooled by anything that we read in these magazines uh, and the media uh, outside China. What impressed me most there was Mao Zedong succeeded in destroying this stranglehold of Confucius in that country. That was a remarkable achievement. I am not interested in how many people are killed. We are killing people. Whether they are killed for the cause of communism, or killed for the cause of four freedoms, or killed for the democratic institutions, or for religious reasons, killing is killing. And what I do not want people to do is, don't talk of sacredness of life. Huh? 
the unity of this country, you are killing people. With communism, they are killing people. They condemn Russia because they killed so many young people there in the Tiananmen Square. But why four boys were killed in America, in Alabama somewhere, when they condemned America and America's role in Vietnam? So whether you kill four or four thousand or four million, it really doesn't impress me at all. So what impressed me most was that they have succeeded in in a strange way in eliminating the stranglehold of Mao Zedong. I don't know. It's, you don't find Mao Zedong's uh, photos anywhere except in that square. And some old taxi drivers still have his photo on their dashboards. That impressed me most. And another thing is, I am not interested in any political system, in any religious stuff that they are dishing out. As long as people are not fed and clothed and sheltered, huh? I am not impressed by anything they are telling me. At least to that extent, communistic systems succeeded in feeding them at what cost is a different matter. You may think that they killed so many people. Stalin killed so many people. That doesn't impress me at all. We have no right either for humanitarian reasons or for religious reasons or any reason that you can come up with to allow a person to starve uh, and deny him the basic things, shelter and clothing. I'm not impressed by anything else. So how you are going to achieve that goal? We have been brainwashed to believe that they are going to achieve this goal. When one generation is finished here in this country, and they are all on the increase today, and you are giving me all the statistical figures, you have opened the door to let market economy, or whatever, you, I am not even familiar with those phrases, into this country. But it is not going to be anything different at all, you know. You always say that you are pessimistic, you are this, that and the other. That's an easy way out for the people. Instead of looking at what I am trying to focus. So I am only interested in focusing certain things. I am not swayed by anything they say about their solutions. They are offering to change the whole face of the earth. Huh? It has not succeeded so far. And I have no illusions that they are going to succeed in the next century. Coming up is going to change the face of the earth. In morning you spoke uh, one subject about marriage institution, what you observed in China. Number two, you spoke that uh, Chinese way of life is different than other developing countries because China is also part of developing countries. And it as a long, whatever you call religious heritage or cultural heritage, whatever. But how it is able to not respecting social institutions like marriage, where I find most of the Asian countries are recognizing and making it legal also or constitutional. You know, in this divorce course, you know that they use children. Thousands of days are lost. They, they use children. Huh? They use property. They use everything 
to exploit the other individual from getting what they want. You understand? So it's the mother that has the right to have the children, as I see. You know? So, why you want to deny that basic? Have not really rejected what they failed to get when they were there with those spiritual teachers. That's what I tell them. They tell me that we are finished with Rajinis, that we are finished with Krishnamurti, that we are finished with Vedanta, that we are finished with this. I tell them, don't kid yourself. You are kidding yourself, you are not kidding. If as you say you are finished with that, you would be here today. You are only interested in replacing that with what I am saying. And your interest is only to fit this into the framework which you have, huh? so that you can maintain that framework and not allow that, you see, to be destroyed by anything. So, you call me this, you call me that, you call me an enlightened man, you call me this, philosopher. philosopher. So, since there is no way of describing what exactly I am, who the hell I am, I settle for this, you see, I'm a philosopher of some sort. There is no other way I can describe this. And the difficulty in a situation like this is something like this. You are a traveler. You travel all over the world. You are in China, you are in Japan, you are in the United States, you are in Holland and all this. You go out to buy something there. They quote the price of the thing that you are interested in buying. In Dutch marks, dollars, arms, you are, or the din or something what they call a yen, you have necessarily to translate the price quoted by them into the currency you are very familiar with. Otherwise, you have no way of finding out the value of that article which you are interested in buying. So, you have necessarily to translate the price quoted by them in their particular currency into Indian rupees or dollars or yen or whatever happens to be here. That's exactly what is going on there. So they are not listening to what I am saying. You know? So what they are doing is to translate this into the framework that uh, is there already. Otherwise, if they cannot translate this, uh, if they just listen to that as the barking of a dog, that's the end of the whole thing for them and for which they are not ready. So, one counter question. Yes. That is the end of the everything. Because uh, that is something you must tell in one word or two words, whatever you like. Most of the people, what I have witnessed, who come to you, they are very brilliant people. I don't say include myself. <laughs> they are very good in their areas. Maybe film, maybe in legal profession, maybe in philosophy, maybe in academic area. Otherwise, well read people like that. So, they are not ordinary people generally. And they have some resources. The resources is they have done something in their in their areas. Maybe Mahesh, maybe any other person. Scientists, scientists, you know, they all and every kind of. And uh, one thing I find from them, what I talk to and what I observe, they are not such persons who think you as a guru or anything. This is my observation. I don't know what other. I feel like that guru or anything, but they go in dialogue with you and they are interested to interact in this area. At the same time, they do not want to leave 
their area of work. What to term them? What word or I don't say for any individual, but I say the people generally who are coming to you. What they really they are searching? What what you great? I don't say great. What to say? Because again they are going in their own area and again wherever they find you easily available, they come to you and they travel 1,000, 2,000 miles, sometimes they travel 5,000 miles. As I am intending to travel in summer to spend some time and now really I have come to that stage, I want to produce very good communication means, maybe book or whatever. I don't say it may be final for me, but uh, it may be useful to the people who in philosophical sense or in uh, subject-wise you can put in different areas, but I will not put like that, but I will put like better about you, that which I am projecting and I don't know how much time it will take, the different thing and we have, I have to uh, take help of the friends and to collect the sources and other things. So see, what do term those people? That's yeah, you see they uh, most of them come out of curiosity. And during this past 20 years or 25 years, you have no idea at all how many thousands and thousands, not hundreds, thousands and thousands of people have passed through the portals of my residences in India, in Switzerland, in America, in Australia, in every European country you can imagine. I really do not know what uh, is there in those books attributed to me. And you know, practically, all the books attributed to me have been translated into all the European languages. I am not interested in promoting myself at all. I have no organization to promote myself. This is what I have found in my own way. And I am trying to focus this basic thing problem which we are not ready to face in simple terms, very simple terms. It's up to you to do whatever you want to do with what you are listening to. Because they don't get what they want. You see, they are not hanging around me. And you saw that holy man here today. He almost became a pontiff one of the uh, biggest organizations. And uh, he is hanging around me for 25 years. He's a very learned man. He was an IS officer. He was a professor in the Indian Institute of Sciences. That, uh, oh, that Yes, he was there this morning. And I asked him this simple question. Why you are hanging around me? for 25 years. It's because that you are not intelligent there. <laughs> that reflects lack of intelligence on your part to hang around me for 25 years. You see? So what is it that brings you here day after day, day after day, day after day? Supposing somebody asks you the question, so in that sense, he says he was a useless guy. Fine, it is with me. Some people say that uh, 
I am a universal God, you say I am universal this, useless guy, it is your privilege to call me a useless guy because I am not for a moment interested in telling you or anybody that what I am saying can be used by you to bring about a change in you and change in the world. I am not interested in destroying any system of philosophy in this world, however ridiculous those systems are, however much they try to change things and they have all failed to create a society which they are all talking about. For centuries it has been going on. And you believe that it is going to do some wonderful things, all the utopias you are talking about, you ain't got a chance. See, it's not going to change at all. And uh, so, there it is, you see. So what I'm trying to put across is this simple thing that there is nothing there to be changed, nothing there to be transformed. I was just lucky. I use some of those cartoons, see, saying, how this thing has happened, why this thing has happened, when this thing has happened, has anything happened? I find that everything everybody thought, felt and experienced before me is flushed out of my system. It is just luck, not the luck that you talk about, you buy a lottery ticket and from that moment onwards you wait to win millions and millions of dollars. It is not in that sense that I am using the word luck. I really don't know, I am just lucky that somehow the whole thing that everybody thought, felt and experienced before me Everything in every area of human existence is flushed out of my system. What is left here is this living organism with a tremendous intelligence of its own, unparalleled, huh? that everything that we have acquired through the use of our So this is not what you are interested in. You are only interested in strengthening and fortifying what is there, hoping that what I am saying you tell me that it is very refreshingly original, refreshingly new. I am not flattered by what you are saying. I am saying that this is something which cannot be used to bring about a change. If in spite of my assertions all the time, that there is nothing there to be transformed, nothing there to be changed, why the hell you are here asking me to help you to bring about a change and to bring about a change? That's all. You know, they are wasting their time. And what is the essence of your teaching, they ask you? In two words, I am asking you to drop dead. You don't like it. You want to live and become an enlightened man. And what will you do with enlightenment? You will use that enlightenment to set up holy business and fool other people. Thank you, Yuji. We'll continue. Right. It took a number of hours. Yes. You know, <laughs> I, I cannot follow. You see, what you are saying, you see, uh, you are saying too many things. Yeah. It is not possible for me to follow what you are saying. It takes time yeah. and uh, there is no uh, consistency in what I am saying. And you may see that there is some logic behind what I am saying. It really doesn't matter. My only interest is not to sum up anything and present to you, this is what I am saying. There is no way anybody can sum up 
what I am saying because what you are speaking, I don't want to put you in the compartment of subject or theory or dogma. This is the reason I touch number of areas, but all such areas are interrelated. Yeah, and that is your approach also. Accordingly, I ask both questions. I think these answers certainly people may like. I don't know whether they like it or not. Essentially. It cannot be divided into yeah. the way you are separating those things. It is all one. Right. You see, I'm saying the same thing. That's all that I'm saying. So there are no easy ways of dealing with those problems. Individual cannot be separated from the institutions, and institutions cannot be separated. We are influencing them. They are influencing us also. And you can use fancy phrases and say you are the world and sing those songs, but. Uh, in reality, you are the world. You are not separate from uh, what everybody is thinking. Uh, so there it is. Thank you. I don't know what I said. Oh, wonderful. But there it is. I got so many.